Hey, welcome back to Action Action, the podcast that watches all of the action movies and some not action movies, and we put them on our list. Uh, this is episode 130. I am John. Uh, with me, as always, is James and Dustin. Hello, James and Dustin. Hey. Hello. Welcome back. We are in my garage this time. Yeah, we're sitting we are <laughs> six feet apart here. Everybody is at least six feet apart. We are social distancing. Uh <laughs> We are allowed to do this in where we are. We meet all the regulations. Uh, we are in a garage with two open doors. Uh, <laughs> a, lot of, a lot of circulation. You might hear some um, some birds. Uh, that can only make things better, I think, though. Yeah. It Who's add, pissed add off because they hear birds? Some ambient beauty. Yeah, maybe this will be how we do things from now on. Or at least the foreseeable future. But... We're back together for the first time in like two months, I think. Yeah, I'm just thinking, what was the last episode we recorded together? I think was maybe Masters of the Universe. It was Masters of the oh, Universe. Oh, was it? I was yeah. going to say like Bad Boys or no, something. It was Masters of the Universe. I know this because uh, the whiteboard in our podcast room. Oh, it's still up. Oh, we didn't do the whiteboard. That's, oh, that's the thing I forgot about. You had one job, Dustin. <laughs> Seriously. We have this giant <laughs> mirror I pulled out of uh, the kids' room. Well, that's nice. That we could write on. Right. Beautiful mind style. <laughs> right. But yeah, well, it's nice to see you guys face to face instead of over a fucking Skype call. I don't know. I prefer the video, I think. <laughs> really? <laughs> no. Super weird. And I can't see all those it, details of your face so crisply. I'm gonna yeah, be honest. I know, right? <laughs> I'm going to be honest, Dustin. It makes sense that James and I would prefer the Skype. Oh, I see. I, I'm kind of wondering why you would. You well, chud. Oh. You chud fuck. <laughs> no uh, subtlety. No, our friend Dan, actually. He has all my subtlety. Oh, okay. We have to keep bringing Dan up every episode. The ghost host. So he never is a part of it. Yeah. <laughs> I, I tried to tell him about the ghost host thing uh, when I was playing video games with him a little while ago, but I... And he didn't get it? No. <laughs> I started telling him, but then like somebody started talking about something else, so it, then oh. I forgot to go back to it. So he doesn't know that that is his I mean, official title. We get to hear his opinion without him being on here, so... And John reports back. Yeah. I didn't, bring up, I, I didn't bring up taking with him. We've been... Everything's been so crazy at work for the last couple of weeks. Like, everything's in disarray right now, yeah. so... We had to completely gut our front of house. Oh, really? Yeah, because of this COVID shit. So, hmm. if we want to open up again, we have to we have to change everything around. Huh. So, you know, <laughs> fucking life's crazy. So, did you guys watch anything interesting or shitty this week? Uh, well, I watched four movies this Ooh. week. Whoa! Holy oh, shit! I know, right? Um, I watched. What are you, the new me? <laughs> What do you? I don't watch four me? movies in one night. <laughs> right. Oh, but, oh, oh, I need my oh. air horn. Hold on. Hold on a second. Soft burn. <laughs> Hold on. I got, I got something for that. Hold on. Man, I wish I watched four movies in one night. Oh, yeah. That's on you, Dustin. Uh, I watched uh, Inside Out. Oh, yeah. The with Pixar. the family. Yep. That was a good one. Kids enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. Um, Left wing bullshit. I watched uh, the Creep Show movie. Oh yeah, oh, right. nice. Off your recommendation, Dustin. Classic. Uh, yeah, it was enjoyable. I watched. Jeez. For some reason, I watched today. Um, Shaggy Da. Now this is the sequel to the Shaggy Dog, like from like the original. Yeah. So it's the sequel. I don't know why we watch don't the patron, sequel. Don't patronize us. We know exactly what it is. Well, I don't know if Dustin knows. <laughs> I, I don't know what you're yeah, talking about. Yeah, exactly. So uh, my youngest thought it was just hilarious, everything that the dog was doing. And and actually was quite hilarious because there was times where, you know, somebody is dressed up in a dog costume right. driving a vehicle. <laughs> Well, that's, that's funny. <laughs> or or punching people in the face that's as funny. a dog. So it was entertaining. I'm sold. So why did you watch Loose Change? I can't remember what the other one is now. Come on. It was four. Loose, it yeah, was Loose four. Change. Okay, you pipe up later if you think. <laughs> yeah, I probably won't remember it. James, do you even know what Loose Change is? No. Dustin? 
Yeah, it's a sh- shitty faux <laughs> it's documentary. It's a 9-11 conspiracy theory. Oh, okay. Movie. Yeah, I definitely didn't watch that. I have uh, already seen it. Inside Job, though. Yeah. Um, Thermite. Inside Out, Inside Job. Yeah, so that's it. No uh, avoid. No stinkers? No. Wow. Shaggy DA, must watch. But what about Shaggy Too Dope? No, uh, avoid. No. I don't <laughs> avoid know. All avoid. <laughs> Uh, I watched. Uh, I finally got around to watching that Birds of Prey uh, movie documentary. Yeah, that sequel, that sort of sequel to the documentary on Suicide Squad. Oh yeah, how was that? Yeah, it was pretty fun. I mean, it wasn't amazing, but uh, it's got some good action. It's pretty funny. Mm-hmm. It's got some real style to how it's shot and stuff. So I had a pretty decent time with it. Uh, fun to see some of those characters that you just never thought would be in a movie. DC characters like. Uh, Renee Montoya and stuff like that but mm. she should actually have her own movie I thought so I don't know but it probably won't be a sequel because nobody went and saw this fucking movie right yeah thanks a lot Obama uh, I would watch a sequel if they did one really I thought it was not very good oh you did see it I didn't see it no no I didn't see it but everything I everyone re- said it yeah, wasn't yeah. Good. no I think everything I read about the movie is that it was really good like, it was good oh. like it's not like changing the world but it's super enjoyable it's super fun like yeah yeah go watch this movie but i think that this is a real like 4chan reddit reason that it didn't work it was just like people guys mostly were like fucking women <laughs> fucking women <laughs> like is it because there was such high expectations for suicide squad and it was shitty well, that probably didn't help. It. No, it's because this is the they... first good movie that DC's put out, other than Wonder Woman. Well, Aquaman was uh, was pretty fun, I thought. <laughs> I mean, I re- I refu- also, wasn't a great movie, but it was fun. I refuse to watch all DC movies, so. Well, then how do you even know? Uh, Are you going to watch the Snyder Cut? <laughs> no. <laughs> you don't care about the Snyder Cut? What's the last Snyder movie I watched? I, don't I mean, know, I watched Watchmen? The Watchmen. I don't know. Uh, but I mean, like, as Ooh, in, like, a- the Watchmen actually, John. actually came out, like, maybe fucking, well, shit. <laughs> I can't even think of that. I don't even know. What what movies does he do? I don't know. Batman versus Superman. Superman uh, the first nope. Superman movie you didn't watch? Nope. Fuck. Man, Man of Steel? Oh, I nope. watched that. Yeah. Awesome. What's, what, <laughs> what's that one where he fetishized young girls? Sucker Punch? Yeah, I didn't watch that. Uh, no, didn't watch that. Uh, 300 Yeah you must have watched I watched 300, 300. Watchmen was probably The last one you watched uh, And then I, I watched this I guess you'd call it Sci-fi movie Called Vivarium With Jesse Eisenberg And uh, Imogen Poots uh, This was fucking sweet uh, It's really fucking weird It's kind of like a Plays out like an episode Of Twilight Zone um, And I mean that In the best way possible I don't want to say too much about it because you should just watch it. It's just fucking, it's a weird movie. But it's the, the basic thing is that this couple goes to buy like a townhouse in a new uh, development. Yeah. And um, when they get there, it's like every house looks the same and stuff. Mm-hmm. And then after they've looked at it, they can't like find their way out of the I've heard about this movie. The complex. I've heard it's really good. I really liked it a lot. Yeah. Oh, they just go to look at it? Yeah, they just go to see it. And, and then they can't get out of the complex? Yeah, and there's no one else there. Just them. <laughs> I feel like there is a Twilight Zone. Weird. Or a... There's something... I've watched something where that happens. Yeah? I've watched a movie where it's like... You drive in and you can't drive out. I can't remember what it is now. I'm gonna... Now I feel, I feel like I, everybody's <laughs> gonna think I'm a liar. Mm-hmm. <laughs> sure, sure, John. Is it called The Drive-In? No, I think it was actually a TV show. Nah, fuck. Is it The Twilight Zone? <laughs> I don't know. Who, gives, who cares? John's a liar. Okay. What'd you watch, John? <laughs> hmm. Oh, I can't really... Th- I, I, I probably should have thought of this. I finished The Grinder for the s- second time. It's a TV show on Netflix starring... Uh, yeah, you brought this up before on a previous guy. episode. Fred Savage and Rob Lowe. Yeah. Really, man, I really like the show a lot. It's just really, really fun show. Um, I started watching that first episode of. Uh, it's called White Lines. No, oh, what's this? It's like a Netflix show. 
Man, this show is about cocaine and orgies. <laughs> Woo! Hmm. So if you like cocaine and orgies, watch the Netflix show that I'm, think, I'm thinking about. I think it's called The White, White Lines. Lines. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't, I don't really have time this week that to watch that much. Uh, I watched a lot of YouTube videos, I guess. YouTube, avoid? Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I'd say YouTube mostly avoid. How pissed are you that Joe Rogan's going to Spotify? Um, should be our money. <laughs> yeah, I. I mean, like, why? What I, was that? A hundred million or something? It sucks. It sucks that, uh, like, he's not going to be a voice for the people as much as he was before. But I mean, like, <laughs> it's all about that. a sellout. What a sellout! Yeah, I mean, like, at the, at the end of the day, I mean, like, I respect. It's all about the paper chase. So you know, like, good on him. But like. Well, what about that announcement that Russell Brand's going to be his co-host? Oh, f- are you joking? <laughs> yes. Oh, fuck. Now you've actually kicked me out of character. <laughs> fuck this shit. Are you kidding? I'm kidding. Oh. Man. We're, not, we're not quite at that, that fifth level of hell yet. Oh, my God. <laughs> they're, they're gonna, you know they're going to be president and vice president one day, right? Like oh, those man. two fucks. I mean... It wouldn't be worse than what we got going on, right? <laughs> in the States? No, I guess not. But man, like, fuck. Can you imagine it's like, you understand, like, open your third eye. Fuck off, Joe. <laughs> just fucking do something. It was mandatory just, DMT every day. Yeah, can you just fix the fucking roads, you <laughs> dick? <laughs> People have to get water. Just make the water clean. Oh, man. No transition. <laughs> no transition. <laughs> Let's get to that actual fucking trailer. Dad! Oh, my darling. Happy birthday. Dad, guess what? Mm-hmm. You know my friend Amanda? Yep. Her cousins asked us to spend vacation with them in Paris. I really, really want to go. Hi, Daddy. They were supposed to call me when you left. There's someone here. What? Oh my god, they got Amanda! They got me. All right, listen to me. Go to the next bedroom. Under the bed. Tell me when you're there. Now, the next part is very important. They're going to take you. I don't know who you are. I don't know what you want. If you're looking for ransom, I can tell you I don't have money, but what I do have are a very particular set of skills. Skills I have acquired over a very long career. Skills that make me a nightmare for people like you. Where are they? If you let my daughter go now, that'll be the end of it. You have a 96 hour to what? To never finding her. No. But if you don't, I will look for you. Where is she? I will find you. All right, let's get into this movie. James, this is your pick. Mm-hmm. So, first of all, just give us a give us a summary of what the film is. All right, so this is according to IMDb. A retired CIA agent travels across Europe and relies on his old skills to save his estranged daughter who has been kidnapped while on a trip to Paris. I'm pretty sure they never leave Paris. I'm going to tell you this right now. This synopsis of this movie, which I'm guessing is like given by the movie studio, betrays the entire movie by, guess, but by the- lying. And it actually just kind of completely like undercuts how deep down this is actually a shitty movie. Oh, come on now. It's not a shitty movie. It, it's, it's a pretty weak movie. I disagree. Yeah, I disagree. It's all right. Thanks for I, coming. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. I uh, my ratings are barely, <laughs> my my ratings are barely lower than your guys's, uh-huh. and I'm not going to change them. But yeah. I think that throughout watching this film, like I was surprised at how weak it was. But w- before we do that, I, I shouldn't have jumped in so so early. Uh, what's our reli- coming into the hot take? Mm-hmm. What's our hot take? What's your relationship with this movie? Why did you pick it? 
well, I watched it when it came out, but I picked it because for me, it kind of standed out as a good action movie at the time. I mean, everyone was talking about it and, uh, yeah, it was kind of a big deal at the yeah, time. Yeah, it was a big deal. Um, it made a lot of money. Uh, so a lot of people went to go see it chasing and that, chasing that money. And I, yeah, I just, I don't know. I think I've had it in my mind to do it for, for a while, while yeah. but I just haven't got to it. So I figured now. Yeah, I would say this is a classic. Uh, was it what, what year did this come out? Two thousand and eight. Yeah, this is this movie came out twelve years <clears throat> ago already. I think this is a classic aughts action movie. I think it kind of redefined the dad porn, uh, <laughs> like action genre. Uh, it kind of updated it from the uh, uh, like the death wishes and the yeah. yeah yeah. I mean, at the time, this felt a bit uh, refreshing because. I think, you know, throughout the aughts wasn't the greatest time necessarily for action movies or, I think we like, were, or especially like R-rated action movies. Yeah. I think we were doing a lot at that time. I mean, I probably should, worst podcast to listen to if you want to actually have any kind of history on this. Um, I think we were doing a lot at the time with uh, a lot of like glitzy kind of like not I, I want to say glitz and glamour, but it's not really actually glitz and glamour. It's like like. Um, like I don't want to say loser uh, I want to say like kind of cool guy shit where it's like motorcycles and Fast and the Furious like you're dealing with a lot of like mm-hmm. like muscle cars and like just stuff that felt maybe a little more polished and not necessarily like well, I don't know didn't have much of an edge yeah I mean you, you had The Dark Knight Iron Man that's the same year yeah. that's the same year right yeah, super big superhero movies, but but you're not getting you weren't getting like hard R sort of action. No, 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 you were like you were doing more with like the Death Race. <laughs> death Race, Jason's. This death. movie did uh-huh. feel like when it when it came out, um, like living through it, it did feel like this like breath of like something fresh and something new. Yeah, I remember really digging it. And in fact, uh, well, hold on, which version did you guys watch of this? I think I watched the 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 toned down version because it got oh, okay. to the one part and I'm like, wait, isn't he supposed to like stab him in the leg? Okay, so yeah, so th- what happened wait, when wait. this came out originally? Hold on a second, wait. Where he electrocutes him? I watched the part yeah. where he definitely stabs him in the leg. Yes. Okay, so you have watched the same cut where, as me. Where it's like where it's like he has two nails or whatever. Yeah, yeah, the spikes and, and he like sticks yeah. him in the dude's legs. Yeah. Uh, so when this had come out. And I can't remember, John, if you watched this with me. Um, it came out online, like before yeah. it came out in theaters. Yeah, we watched this, and together. we watched, and we what we watched was the cut that had come out. I think in Europe and the UK before it was released yeah. over in North America. We watched this movie. We watched this movie before it came out in Canada. Yeah, uh, we watched the original, the original cut. cut. Yeah, and then we went to the theater. We went to the theater and, and we, we watched it like, again. And we were like, "What? What?" <laughs> and it's not even like you know, it's not like you know, Terminator Two, where there's like a half an hour of extra footage in the director's cut. Mm-hmm. It's really only like a couple of minutes because the action scenes in the version they put out here are just trimmed a little bit to, so that they. And I saw when I saw it that second time in the theater, I was like. Where all the like visceral impact yeah. of these scenes has been cut out of it, mm-hmm. which is funny because it's not. If you watch the actual cut, it's not really all that graphic. Like it's not as violent as you know John Wick or something. No, yeah. not even close. And it's really funny because watching it, uh, like watching it right right now, um, my my main problems with this film are not the action sequences, as as in like how visceral and how like how violent or graphic they are they're they're more to do with like um how quickly everything happens and how unfeasible it is and like all these like plot holes as, as in like oh just yeah logic. I, I don't know i just like, didn't give a shit about that kind of stuff I, I, in this I, movie i know, I know <laughs> yeah I, mean, I can just look over i mean i know but what ke- keeps coming back to you why, why this movie is like way higher than a lot of movies like it are um to me is because you still are you feel like you're watching something fresh uh, and maybe that's because I'm watching it with the same eyes I watched it the first time I watched it but it's still like that um, I don't know it's still fun 
it's still fun to see like this this dude like do these crazy violent things and like push things forward and yeah i mean it's a bare bones movie like yeah you have a little bit of setup and then it's just well, let liam neeson go and a little bit of setup i mean it's 25 minutes setup <laughs> is it that long yeah it's and really long before like she gets the taken is only an hour and a half she gets taken at the 25 minute mark okay that that's a long setup and the thing is, I mean, like, you need the setup to know that he is a natural born he's a, killer. He's, he's right. a psycho. He's also I mean, a father on the outs. He uses a disposable camera and puts it into his scrapbook that he obviously made. <laughs> when he's flipping through it, there's what like a badass motherfucker. There's like all these little it, like it's a scrapbook. He's legitimate. Got, he's got layers. <laughs> he goes to the arts and crafts store. I so guess the fucking first half. So the first third of this movie, like I think is not that great. Well, you, you well, need no, that stuff. A setup. To, you need that stuff to you like, you don't, I you think need you to have the stuff with him and his wife you, and the, you so don't. That, so he's the father. Yeah, you no. do. Cause he's the father who is winning back his family by doing, you could have done it better and faster. I think it's really chunky and not that effective. I think it, what it does is it, it, it does it in like the most like color by numbers. Sense oh, absolutely. Where but I didn't need more than that from this movie. No, but you could have done it. I think you could have done it better and quicker than they did it. And I also don't like the fact that we're going to get, like, I want to say this like later on, they introduced to the fact that he has a team. Yeah. Right. He, Cause he needs some help later, but like to jump ahead, what really should have happened with this movie is that his team should have come with him. And yeah. they should have I can't been, remember. Did you ever watch any of the sequels? I can't remember if they come back or not. Uh, no. I don't think so. But they should have been running like a uh, more like a Mission Impossible style. Like, like a Six Underground style. Yeah. yeah but the focus <laughs> they, of the movie is fucking Liam Neeson. Like you just want to watch Liam Neeson kicking and ass. And I'm fine with that. But what it should have been is it should have been Liam Neeson with like a, 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 like a team set up in Paris. That's like feeding him intel as he's making these decisions. But that takes away from the mystique. But it but it doesn't make any sense if you if you like actually take like like a minute to think about the time frame and what Liam Neeson is doing. Yeah, no, I it's think that so idea makes sense dumb. in one sense. Yeah, yeah. In one sense, like I think your idea makes oh. some sense. But I don't think it would be a good idea to actually put in this movie because it would slow it down. Yeah, and it the would. whole thing about this movie is that. Once the action starts, it's just it uh, just kind of moves. Yeah, I, I think there should have been the scene of the barbecue with the guys, because that's where you there's the interact of he's trying to reconnect with his daughter. Then it should have just cut to her his ex wife needing the paperwork signed, and then such a B. <laughs> That that's where it should that, that would have you could have done that in less that, than ten what minutes. About the horse scene? That stupid dumb that that <laughs> man Dutch that bitch. Xander Berkeley is the stepfather. He just loves playing shitty stepfathers because yeah. he was the he's from Terminator Two. He's the well, he's not the stepfather. He's the foster father in Terminator Two. But but here's the thing though is that like I really do think that there is like if we sat down like I'm not saying that we're we're good at at writing movies. I feel like we could write a really slick way of having there be an entire team there that's feeding him information while doing like reconnaissance at like other locations and like driving him towards new places that I would guess. fill in so many gaps i'm not on board with that yeah i don't know i so mean we'll have to write paper, different I think scripts it sounds like a good idea but like yeah, we'll write different competing scripts <laughs> yeah. i think it's fine like with with just neem neeson doing the detective work it's his it's his mission he's yeah. the, the one who is driven to do this yeah He's going through it step by step, killing who he needs to kill. It's true, but he does ask for help. Yeah, like a tiny little bit. And then the French guy, of course, he gets some some uh, unwilling help from yeah. later on. But <laughs> Very unwilling. He <laughs> literally he literally shoots, he shoots his, his wife. wife. That is my favorite scene in the movie. <laughs> he shoots the guy's wife in the arm to get the... Inf- That's how far he's willing to fucking go. Well, yeah. That's he the moment. And, I, and I, th- I was thinking about this. I was like... You know, this exi- this movie exists now in a post John Wick world, and it's hard to look back at a movie like this, yeah, and think of it. You know how much like how, you, how much you liked it when it came out. Uh, 
but I don't think they would have John Wick do even that on screen. Yes, they no, would. I, don't I don't think so. Oh fuck, I think they would. I don't think he would shoot. I don't a, think an innocent person. I don't. In the three movies, I don't think he's shot an innocent person, other than the the one doctor. But Sh- yeah, the yeah. doctor knows yeah, he's a part of that world, so, right? I, I guess it would have been crazy if they sh- if if he had a, killed the wife. Well, he threatens to. He you says know, he shoots her in the arm, and then he says, "Next one is going between her eyes." Unless it, you fucking. Yeah. It would have been crazy if they, because they introduced that there's a wife and a child. Yeah. It would have been crazy if he shot the wife and was like, "The next one's going in your kid." I guess it's pretty crazy. Dude. I mean, that would have been going to the next. Like, I actually level. forgot like, that he. I forgot that he did that. That's what. That's what James and I would have written. <laughs> I actually forgot about everyone. this wife scene. So when it happened, when I was watching it last night, I was like, "Oh shit, yeah." <laughs> Like, that's awesome. Yeah, I actually forgot that he shot her, but I, I remember him going, and I thought he just pulled a gun and threatened. Right. But, yeah. I mean, when he shot, didn't he shoot him first? The no, French no, guy? No, no. Oh. He just shoots the wife. He just shoots the wife, and he's like... He unloaded the French guy's gun. Right, <laughs> right, yeah. Stupid fucking French guy. Doesn't even know the weight of an unloaded gun. What an what idiot. A, what a goddamn fool. <laughs> what a moron. Man, if you you, you put a hundred guns in front of me, I'm telling you which one's loaded every fucking time. <laughs> Since I was six. Uh-huh. <laughs> um... Uh, I don't know. It's just a fun. To me, it's still a pretty fun movie. Like it's pretty. I think effective. it's fun. It's I'm fast so, paced. I'm definitely taking like the like the. <laughs> You're taking I'm, your regular position. I'm, no, hold on. <laughs> no, you actually are the worst rater. What? In if you look at the average rating, um, uh-huh. I'm I'm just uh, our ratings are not. Yeah, that, that's only because he gives pacing like two on every movie. <laughs> Yeah. Our ratings are not that far apart. No, they're not. But but I'm just trying to just be a little bit like pulled back from the film because uh, you guys want to just fuck it. <laughs> well, look, I'm not going to say it's an amazing movie. No, uh, but I think it's a fun movie. That, I think it's no, mostly it's, effective at what it does. But it's mostly amazing. Uh, yeah. Okay. So I guess you're right. 25 minutes of setup. I w- I mean, I didn't think that the setup was terrible. I mean, I I think it was a bit ham-fisted but I, I was like you know for a movie like this i don't really need it to be amazingly written it just needs to be you just need to establish no. that idea and then yeah let it go but i think this movie because it's not like that great plot wise it just needed to be fast-paced action just get into it like stop. Well, what do you mean? You got the scene at the concert where he he does the Kevin Costner bodyguard. Yeah, for, you don't uh, need any of that singing. shit. You don't need that. That though. shit was really fucking lame, Dustin. <laughs> That's so you can get the daughter to be able to go to singing lessons at the end of the that movie. That was Christing. What awful. a present he had for her to give. I want to talk yeah. about something. Yeah, let's let's skip over that lame shit. Let's really get into. Wait, like, wait, wait. We got to talk about the fact that they're going. The whole purpose of the trip to Europe is so that her oh, and her friend can yes. follow you two around on <laughs> tour. Thank you, you know, so much for a bringing band this up. That teenagers really love. Do you remember in 2008 when everyone was like, "Let's follow you two around"? Yeah. Because I don't. Because no one likes you two. I, I do have a cousin who literally has done that on multiple occasions. Your cousin However, fucking he's, he's, sucks. He's nearly the same age as me. He's not a fucking 17-year-old girl who's like, yeah. ooh, I'm going to follow you two. Like, what, couldn't they have made it like, I don't know. Fucking, fucking Calvin whatever Beyonce or anything. That was you two. Katy Perry. My favorite part is also when they like fucking get to the apartment and they start blasting whatever shit rock music they start playing. <laughs> yeah. I, I I looked it up last night. I can't even remember. Whatever it is, it sucks. I mean, the the whole thing about the setup is kind of funny, though, when you're watching it. And it's like, the you know, the wife, the ex-wife is like, oh, you're such an asshole. Just let her go to Europe and have a... It's going to be so fun for her, you fucking dick. Yeah. And then he's like, but I'm concerned. I'm like, no, you're a fucking moron, you idiot. Right. And, and he also signs, you're the, a- signs the paper. As soon as she gets off the plane. Yeah, it happens. <laughs> it happens. Yeah. Well, also, and that's kind of another problem with this movie that it's like, once again, I'm going to call this movie dad porn. Yeah, for sure. Where, where it's like the ex-wife is betraying you and not telling you the truth. 
Mm-hmm. And the daughter is actually going to do this other thing. Hashtag that, not like, all dads. Yeah. Like <laughs> fucking calm down. Like just cause your ex-wife was a cunt doesn't mean that like all women are like get <laughs> I mean, over it. I mean all that stuff. I mean, yes, it is really cheesy, but I mean all that stuff is so that when he does this stuff, we, we are with, more with him, right? Like, oh yeah, he's the real hero in this situation and he's I, going in. I and, think that's part of the thing though is like I was more with him in 2008 and now as back, like, back in your fedora days <laughs> back when i was wearing a a a, a purple vel, uh, velvet fedora um nowadays i'm more like oh no like women aren't evil spite spiteful shrews yeah, like guys aren't always right. Especially guys who join the CIA. You're probably a piece of shit, dude. <laughs> Not Liam Neeson. How dare you? Yeah. So anyway, it's Golden God. I want. Uh, I want to flip away from talking about like the nitty gritty, <laughs> yeah. dumb stuff. I want to talk about like, the huge action sequences. Um, some of them are really really fun, and some of them I think are kind of a little bit lame, but. It starts off with the action sequence for, at the airport. Right, where he chases which, down the pretty the pretty boy guy. Yeah, this is a pretty fun scene, I think. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, so he chases down the, the pretty boy. He jumps in the cab. He takes it over and like, chases him. Yeah, he takes him. the cab, yeah. And I think, I think this is actually one of the, like, the, where, like, I'm torn about this movie, where this is a really fun thing where, like, the the guy who could lead him to the next clue gets killed, gets killed. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So it's a, it's a fun thing, but it's, I I think it's also one of the drawbacks of this movie where like, there's no real way for Liam Neeson in this movie to get from a to Z. What are you talking about? He shows him like figure out each step. Okay. I don't think there's a way for him to logically get from a to Z. I mean, he did that. You got to do the enhance photo. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) So we had there, we had the super trooper. Enhance. Yeah, uh, but like, like, like that's where your team would come in, right? I'm sending you a photo. Can you? Yeah, yeah, but see, that shit just bogs the movie down. Like, okay, well, we're not talking about my fucking different cut. No, no, I want to shit on your idea more because yeah. <laughs> you don't even know what my cut is. But I think it's really funny that this guy dies. Yes, like, it's it is. Ho- it's fucking funny. But that's, yeah, that's part of the fun. Of the, I think that's the fun of the movie is that like, you're I, like, okay, he's going to get the information from this guy. Nope. Boom. That guy just got hit by a truck. So yeah. now he has to find out a, figure out think, a different way to do it. That's really funny. And I think the scene where he gets the like interpreter guy, I think that's pretty cool. Like, Well, we'll get there. Well, it's like the next hey, thing, basically. Hey, hey, yeah. <laughs> hey, who's in charge of this thing? I uh, mean, that that is pretty funny, but... He hires him for ten hours, and that takes ten minutes. Yeah, well, he just—he was—he was being, you know, like yeah, cautious, yeah. like yeah, if he yeah. needed him for longer. I also think that's funny though, because he's like, you're—he's being like, I'll pay you for ten hours, and the idea of that I think is supposed to be more like—it's more like a payoff. It's more—it's more like I'm bringing you into a situation that. Mm-hmm. Is right. not going to be comfortable for you. Yeah. But you're going to stick around because I'm giving you this much money. Like, I think it would have been really funny if that guy had to come back. Like, <laughs> yeah. I, like I think that would have been, would have been great. Yeah. It would have been good if he, when he electrocutes the guy, he has to call him back. Yeah. That <laughs> would be like, here, I'm going to ask him questions. You translate. Yeah. He's like, whoa, I'm not into this. Yeah. So. But he's like, remember when I paid you for 10 hours? You yeah. still owe me four. Like that. <laughs> And and that's the kind of rewrites that I would do. Uh, yeah, that, that's funny. <laughs> I think that would be really funny. I think that you could bring a lot more humor to this movie that would actually like... But there's like no humor in this movie. There yeah, isn't. Not, not really. But I think that it would really benefit from it. Uh, and you could really like up the violence. I'm all about upping the violence. Yeah. Wait, now, violence now, is always better. Yeah, for sure. Like the version, the uncut version is definitely better. Oh, it, it's, I, I think there's some visceral stuff in it. There's very, very visceral Even though shit. it's not like, you know, very bloody or anything. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, sure. You want, you want to go harder R with this? I'd be all for it. Like more blood. I sure. would, I want more blood. I want more, I want more violence. More decapitations. I, what I, I <laughs> disembowelments. Wish, I do. I wish that they would have taken away the 96 hours thing. I think that kind of holds the movie back um, by making it be like you have 96 hours to save her 
I think it actually like makes they're just it, trying to make it like factual. Well, no. Well, well but they're I, also I trying to give it a clock. They're trying to give like, it a clock, yeah, right? Because yeah. like a ticking clock always makes movies move fast. It, it, it makes everything be more important. But I think that by doing that, it makes everything more unbelievable. They should have had that twenty-four clock. <laughs> but, <laughs> but I think, that, and and that's another reason. I'll, you brought it up earlier. I mean, like five seconds ago. Um, that's why the team would have made more sense. If you're going to have that ticking clock. Oh, here we go. If, <laughs> yeah, if, yeah. If, if you're going to have that ticking clock, yeah. then have that team. Right. So that Liam Neeson is like, a, a, he's, he's a piece, he's a pawn that's moving around the city of Paris. But one of them is actually bad. No, no, they shouldn't. Have, no, no one should be bad. Oh. That would have been awesome if no one is bad. Like, that's a great thing. Like, they're just straight On up, the team? Yeah, they're all good. But like, but it would have made more sense where he could move faster and he could move more quickly from like place to place and like I've done all of these things, right? Because they're all on a clock and they have to move quickly. For you, so you're for you, it's a logic issue or something like. It's really. I I, I will be honest. For some reason, this movie is a logic thing where I just can't get past the fact that like he gets the phone call. Uh huh. And he has 96 hours to and stop it. And he it. says that wicked line. And it like... You're going to be taken. It doesn't, doesn't make sense. <laughs> I mean, yeah, we didn't talk about you know, the, that want, thing, which yeah, is let, you know, the most, most famous yeah. part of the movie. Let's talk about that scene. I think this... I think that the, the taken scene is perfect. Yeah. I think it's a perfect... It's pretty well executed. It's a, yeah. I, think it's, I think it's amazingly executed. I think that Liam Neeson's... Like it, it establishes his character amazing perfectly. I think it it resonates. It's perfect. It's it's. I, I I honestly think that you you could not have written a more perfect scene for this movie. Yeah, I mean, he just whips out that suitcase with all his like little gear, tech gear in it, and just starts like. Yeah. He, it's you know this is how he's able to like be cold and calculating even though it's his daughter he knows she's about to be kidnapped yeah by presumably awful people it's the line there's it's the line where where he says it's the line, like, yeah everyone knows the line yeah he's like you, you know like i don't have very much money this is gonna be hard well he's like this is gonna, this is gonna be hard like oh yeah when he's telling her when yeah. he's telling her yeah the that's prep. the that's the true amazing line the true amazing part of that is like when he's preparing her. Right. It's not like hide because you're going to be able to avoid avoid it. No. You're going. It's going to happen. Yeah. The, the line the, the line that actually truly resonates is you're going to be taken. The next part is very important. They are going to take you. Kim, stay focused, baby. This is key. You will have five, maybe ten seconds. Very important seconds. Leave the phone on the floor. Concentrate. Shout out everything you see about them. Hair color. Black color. Tall, short, scars. Anything you see, you understand? Not like, not like you might be taken or anything. It's yeah, like yeah. He, he already knows what's going to happen. And he's completely just like in a different place. What like his character is like he he's just like preparing and he's getting his daughter ready for that. That's the part that like kind of makes your blood run cold when you realize like he's not going to save her in that scene. Yeah, he he can't save her in that moment. All he can do is prepare her and then you know go into action to try to retrieve her. Yeah, like that and I, that scene is fucking crazy. Like that's an amazing scene. Yeah, and like, then have have her yell out the details of what the the people yeah what she's getting her look like yeah. and stuff. Even though that some of that's a little funny. Well, like, I mean, for the purposes of this kind of movie, it's it's cool. It's totally cool. It's like some Batman shit. Yeah, and like I, he's like she's like uh, six foot tall. Um, like right, she has the tattoo, tattoo. Yeah, on the hand. Like that is an amazing scene. It to me that move like that scene goes up on like the top action sequences, not necessarily because of like it's how it's action part, but like how impactful that is for the rest of the film. Yeah, yeah. How well I mean, it resonates. Well, and that scene and the lines in that scene, not just the like you're going to be taken, but then him saying, you know, I don't have very much money, but what I do have is a particular set of skills yeah. I've learned over the years. 
I don't know who you are. I don't know what you want. If you are looking for ransom, I can tell you I don't have money. But what I do have are a very particular set of skills. Skills I have acquired over a very long career. Skills that make me a nightmare for people like you. If you let my daughter go now, that'll be the end of it. I will not look for you. I will not pursue you. But if you don't, I will look for you. I will find you. And I will kill you. Good luck. All of that stuff, it's just used so many times in other movies and... Yeah. I mean, it became it, a me- it became like used in memes and stuff too. Yeah, right? exactly. But I don't know if it's ever been used as well as in this movie. Like, mm-hmm. like that gets your dad blood like just like going. <laughs> don't you think, James? As a father, James. Um, well, I mean, I don't have a particular set of skills. But I, I, <laughs> think, yeah, you know, I think just not that, the ones that yeah, just not the has. ones that <laughs> yeah. that would help. James is like, I can rewire your house like <laughs> wicked fast, like. I'll juicy up. Uh, cable guy. Um, but like, I think that as a, as a, as a dad, as dad porn, like it, it I'm not like, even a dad and I can get into it. it right? gets you I the, just, gets you I hate this term dad porn. It's so disgusting to me. I mean, it's to hear it's it. Not, it doesn't sound like it's the same kind of dad porn that I watched. That, <laughs> that you're talking about. Like, I think Dust is talking about like Dustin, different Dustin, dad no, porn. No, Dustin's watching stepdad porn. Oh, yeah, right. Sibling porn. porn. Yeah. yeah. Ooh, ooh, uh, hey. What I mean by dad porn is just where, where, you're a father and like you're put in a situation where you have to save your family. Yeah. Okay. Um, it's the fantasy, right? It's like, the fantasy of just being like, I can protect them. That's the appeal for people is like, Oh yeah. Oh, I could totally kick ass. Yeah, see, I don't, I don't really think that <laughs> watching this movie. Really? I don't think like, oh yeah, that's exactly what I would do. And no, I, no, it's oh, not. Man. That's it's what not you would do. It's no. like that's, no, no, what, you, that's what you would want to no, be no, able to do. That exactly. But, no, I, I don't yeah. even think that. I never even thought that watching this movie. I, I just thought of it as it's an because action it's movie. deep in your subconscious. No, because James. Well, no, because James is like it's natural. James is like <laughs> James is like if they take my kids, eh, what yeah. am I gonna do? He's James is like this would never happen. I wouldn't let it. I wouldn't let exactly. Yeah, they're not going to Europe. I. Fuck that. <laughs> I watched Taken. I've seen So you can tell them yeah. James, later in life. James li- lives I've in seen a, Taken. He lives in a post-Taken world, so why would this ever happen to him? I, to me, I can speak to it in the sense that like, I understand this idea of being like a father and it, like, yeah, of course, like, your kid is taken and like you want to save them. Like that. This right. is this is what my father-in-law said after watching this movie when it came out. Oh, oh this yeah. should be good. What's your relationship with him? He said, "This is completely unrealistic. That would never happen. There's no way he'd be able to go and do this stuff." <laughs> no shit. It's, no, it's, it's called a movie. No, yeah, yeah, I know. <laughs> no shit, asshole. Oh, really? He's like, it's unrealistic that a father could do that. <laughs> Um, I, I, I think that what I mean by, uh, by dad porn, I, I think I just mean just like, like we all, we, stuff that dads jerk off to. <laughs> yeah. No. Uh, I think we have this idea of like, I think we all want to, dads want to be heroes and they want to protect their family. And, uh, this movie is like a modern, a modern take on that, especially in the sense that it's not like death wish where like no one's been raped or murdered that we know of. You know what I mean? Well, she, you know, either of those things are very possible. <laughs> but you don't know until the end. It's, yeah, but we don't know that. It's just more like it's a guy who's going to go and save mm-hmm. his fucking family. Uh, member. Uh, so let's talk about like our favorite scenes, though. So like, our, what's your favorite scene in the in the movie, James? Uh, it'd probably be the the house scene with, you know, the house with the red door. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I would say that. I mean, you can see him going up the stairs and it's the like whole, clock in the place. Yeah. And he's like counting all the guys that are there. And then even his interaction trying to say that they need to pay more money and stuff like that's all well done. 
Mm-hmm. And then you know it's just going to get to a point where he's just going to... Well, he recognizes the gonna, one dude's It's going to switch and everyone's going to die. <laughs> yeah, that seems this is pretty awesome for sure. Uh, I mean, I do like the electrocution scene a lot, um, especially in the uncut when he sticks the things yeah. in his legs yeah. and then leaves it on. But like I said earlier... Yeah, does he leave it on in the uncut Yeah, the, scene? yeah, yeah, yeah he does. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I like that scene, but that I think that goes back. Let me. I'm sorry to pull this back to the. Oh man. We need to have a new term <laughs> for this, but it's like the dad vengeance thing, mm-hmm. where it's like, yeah, I want to be the dad that like does that, like who like who's willing to right kill a guy <laughs> to torture a man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean. He also only tortures people who give him information and are guilty. Yeah. Interesting. He doesn't accidentally shoot a woman who has nothing to do with anything. Well, he, he, he purposely shoots a woman who has nothing to do with anything. Does he do that? He he just shoots a random, he shoots a woman who has nothing to do with anything. I do like in the electrocution scene how he has to give like, an explanation why the power can stay on. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, because in poor in poor countries, poor countries like where you're from. Yeah, like you fucking you immigrant piece of shit. <laughs> I just uh-huh. find that funny because usually in movies they just do stuff. It was a really weird idea. Yeah, to be like, um, let me go into the history of the uh, power grid in the shithole you grew up in. See, <laughs> well, I don't think he's referring and, specifically to the country that that guy is from because no, he's he, saying when they would do torture techniques, presumably like... Yeah, but he's impl- yeah, in around the, the world. Or whatever. But what he's doing is he's implying and being like, so here's the thing. When we in your shithole country, we couldn't do this. Albania. You, you've probably never seen this before. But here we have a very steady power grid. <laughs> right. <laughs> in which I'm going to murder you with electricity yeah you could definitely read it that way mm-hmm. um but yeah so i do like those scenes i like i said the my favorite scene is when he shoots the guy's wife because it yeah. just shows like how extreme oh. he's willing to get Dustin, but but can the, there be one movie where we watch where your favorite scene isn't a woman <laughs> getting shot well we'll, we'll getting, have to find out we gotta keep working this, on it this is getting a little sickening. <laughs> um but I do like the scene too, towards the end where he's got that guy in the elevator. And is this in the uncut version? I think it's not. He unloads like the whole his whole gun into the guy, like while he's <laughs> laying in the in the elevator. Where at the end? Yeah, I think it's cut in the in the other version. So he, that he shoots, shoots him like twice he, or he something. He shoots him like three times. Yeah. Or so in the uncut, after he's like laying there and he's like, "It was just business." It's just he, business. Yeah. And then he says, "It was personal to me." Yeah. Then he shoots him like. Five, six, seven, eight times or oh, whatever. <laughs> so that's like the dad point it's just thing more, coming It's out. just more of an impact, right? When you're watching that. Right. Then it's like, yeah, give it to him. Fuck yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's my daughter. I do have a problem. And, you know, I, I always feel like I'm being some kind of like fucking yeah. SJW, right? <laughs> Which uh-huh. should get... We are against SJWs. Are we? As a whole, right? Uh, Wait, whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> let's, let's stay on track. Yeah. What is your complaint? Well, yes, JW. Why the fuck do all the bad guys... Okay, so all the all of the people bidding on women... Uh-huh. Oh, are, yeah. ...are Asian. Uh, are they all Asian? I mean, it's run by no, a white guy. No, some of them are Arabs. They're... That, <laughs> I think that's Asia, dude. Yeah, I'm being stupid. Uh, yeah, was there a white guy? Well, the white well, guys it's are run, run by a white run guy. by a white guy. But it's obviously run the intelligent guy who right, runs the, it. Right. Who has a family. Right. Is white, but everyone else is. A, it's like you couldn't just throw some fucking Americans in there, like Epstein. Yeah. In there. Like yeah. Ep- <laughs> well, Epstein is there. He's in the background, and you see him. Oh like yeah. <laughs> you're telling me. You're telling me there's underage girls for sale and Epstein's not like fucking like, yeah, okay, I'll whatever. Yes, they could have had a, a so for the once we can complain about the lack of diversity in terms of white people. I in, just, in the, I, I know that that is like a stupid, like, I'm sorry, I shouldn't apologize. It's not a stupid thing to talk about, but it's just like, I'm, I'm kind of sick and tired of it. Well, it's a very American worldview. Yeah. 
but it's, on, that, on that stuff. Dude's fucking French. Yeah. I'm just, I'm sick and tired of just seeing like every bad guy that's at like a lower level being not white. Like it, it's so startling to me every time I see it. Well, that's the th- I mean, I think if they made Taken right now, they wouldn't necessarily do it that way. Uh, yeah. I mean, this was 12 years ago. I, it, was I, different, it was a different it was, time. It was a, this is pre COVID. 12 years ago, dude. Pre COVID. <laughs> so yeah. long ago. Post 9 11, pre COVID. I'm just, I, 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 that shit just like, bugs me. It's always bugged me. That just threw you off? didn't throw me off it just was like oh yeah this is this makes sense <laughs> were you movie. watching it and you're like all right here we go god <laughs> damn it yeah again what well, the fuck actually that's exactly <laughs> i don't think i don't think you could have gotten me down better like i think that okay. was actually, that was actually perfect <laughs> and my my wife is just like uh, what are you? she's just like you fucking SJW yeah she well <laughs> goddamn well, snowflake <laughs> yeah she's, she's got that sig hail tattoo on her neck um she's like what the fuck are you talking about um uh yeah, she she wasn't watching the movie but she was just like yeah yeah John yeah yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> sure 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 but like I'm just I I'm sorry it fucking bugs me and I I I, I, I really hate it. I really hate it. It's like some fucking Arab guy obviously is like, in the end, he's the one that's going to like deflower his daughter, right? Yeah. When in reality, it's the fucking white guy with the American accent that's the actual villain. You know, well, he shoots him eight times. <laughs> Who gives yeah. a fuck, though? But like, it, I think there's the, the, but there's a weird thing, I think, where we, we shift perception of, like, who the actual bad guy is. I mean, the white guy, I mean, it's just business, right? Yeah, it's business. He's not yeah. actually the scum. He's not, he's not the one who's going to yeah. fuck her. <laughs> right. Exactly. It's just, it's business. just business. I mean, hey, he only shoots that guy once. Sorry. So, so I right. cut, you can cut that whole thing out. It's just like. No, isn't that part of the new segment? Weren't we doing a new John's? Yeah, John's rant. John's rant. There it was. Boom. <laughs> Nailed it. Yeah. Uh, right. But there's a lot of fun stuff on the boat, too. Like, there's a lot of fun action stuff on the boat with, like, the knife fight with the guy and stuff. Oh, yeah. I think the boat scene's actually really. I mean, he jumps through that glass. Yeah, yeah, that's cool. I actually think the, boat, the boat scene is the best action sequence in the movie. Yeah. Um,. I think it actually like you don't think him chasing the boat in the car with the the quick <laughs> the quick camera cut. No. That that was so bad. <laughs> I I just was like I I couldn't believe how bad the filming was in that. Yeah. The oh, you, first you mean just like the way it was edited? Just like, the way it was edited and you could tell it's just like he's in front of a green screen it's like okay now you're turning this way now you're turning that way and look intense and yeah i think i, I was maybe not really paying attention to that part that I, much but. for some something about this movie just makes me feel like liam neeson was just like here's a whole bunch of money just do some stuff in front of like a curtain <laughs> and like he was like okay and he did it, mm-hmm. but like he's actually not that great of an action hero. Well, he's not. He's cool, and there's he brings a certain gravitas. Now, he, is he as physically uh, impressive as a Keanu? No, no, but he doesn't actually do anything that's that crazy. Great. If you actually watch the movie, like, and you watch like what he does, it's actually kind of like lame. For the most part, I don't think so. I think you know he, he did train for it. It's it's typical jujitsu judo kind of stuff. He what trained. He, he, tra- he trained in uh, hand hand combat and weapons kick? stuff before yeah, for the shooting the movie. The Seagal training. <laughs> he trained with Steven Seagal. <laughs> um, I saw a video of Seagal the other day where he had some guy like in front of him, like he was teaching, uh-huh. right? <laughs> and some some guy some guy like brings his arms up and then he he like does the whole slap slapity slap his like Akito. slap defense yeah fuck it's, I, I don't it's have a problem funny. with Liam Neeson's like hand to hand stuff uh, he does no, a lot of cool blocking uh, and maneuvering and whatever no but the, I think that what if he yeah for an older white guy <laughs> for an old dude 
I think he's actually gotten better since this movie. Yeah, I but think, none of the other movies he's done, like this movie made him into an, a bit of a late era action hero, but none of the other movies he's done have been as good as this, I don't think. N- no. Well, What's that no. movie on the train? Commuter? Isn't oh, that I didn't, one, I didn't watch that isn't one. Isn't that one pretty good? I don't know. Yeah, it's okay. Like, see, I that's mean, the it's kind of okay. None of, them, none of them are like really shitty, but none of them are particularly great either. Is my but that's the same thing with this movie. Like, it's not. It's I think not, this movie's pretty good for an action. Movie. It's like, pretty it's, good for an action movie. Yeah. I think we should just rate this movie. Uh, wait, before we do that, are you going to give us the uh, your oh shit your years and all that shit, your shit box office stuff? I mean, call me silly, but I I kind of felt a little bit emotional when he reunited with his daughter. I didn't. Yeah. I'm sorry. I like, felt it I a little just, bit. I just didn't. I, I seriously, in points to this movie, I'm like, yeah, fuck yeah. <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> That's what you're supposed to be like. I know, exactly. Movie. Nothing about this movie with him and his daughter made me feel anything. Maggie Grace playing a 17-year-old. Holy fuck. She plays... A perfect annoying teenager. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, uh, apparently, I, she even trained how to run like a a kid, like a teenager. Oh, I <laughs> noticed. I noticed in her running, like fuck, she is that annoying <laughs> that her run is annoying. I think she's like twenty four or something when yeah. she's shooting this. Yeah. Could have fooled She's me. older than the girl that she was with, who was supposed to be older than her. Oh, okay. Yeah, I don't know. I think this movie's pretty fun. I mean, is it is it next level? No, no, no. It's not next level. We're so close in ratings. I know that's why. And but that's so why far this, apart. So like, far, far apart in how we're talking about it. Like yeah, your ratings should be lower based on how you're talking about. It. No, I, you know, I, I just shut the fuck up. Well, I mean, <laughs> no it's asked. pretty mediocre. It's pretty middle of the road. Yeah, I'd say. Well, I think it's above middle of the road. Well, but it not, is above. Not a, not, not a ton it, above. It is above. It's slightly above, though. I mean, yeah. it's sick. You gave it like 6.8. Yeah. I think mine's 6.4. Yeah. So John's is 5.8. But we've 5. talked 8. about movies that we liked a lot that we rated lower than this. Like Roadhouse, we we all... Or no, okay. John didn't like, but we liked. But well, we still I love gave it like... Ro- First of all, I love Roadhouse. What? what? <laughs> I think that the difference what? is... Revisionist history. Before... I, we're about to get into the... The uh, uh, the box office. I want to talk about that for a second, but I but I want to give everyone an opportunity to talk about some uh, some crazy scenes, their favorite scenes. Their their just wrap everything up before we we do that. Dustin, go ahead. Oh, I just wanted to talk about the construction uh, action sequence where he goes and he he finds that like gross den of prostitution going on. That's that pretty a, scummy. Okay, I gotta <laughs> say that is like. I, I think when you watch that for the first time without thinking about it, it's just a scene, mm-hmm. right? But when you watch, when I watched it yesterday, through a father's eyes. <laughs> <laughs> no, just through, just through like the eyes of like, of like, oh, that's just a bunch of construction dudes, fucking girls yeah. on heroin on site so, so that they get used to being raped yeah it's pretty gross but but it anyway. was like fuck that that scene like was really really fucked up like and i think that that's one part of this movie that like i think fails is that they don't like tell you like they, they don't give you the cues to be like no this is really fucked up guys I think they're there. I think they're there. But that's not why I wanted to bring up the scene. No, the reason I brought up the sequence is because it reminds me of the set the set the, piece at the end of Tango and Cash when they're right. driving through the quarry or whatever the fuck it is and he's getting chased by those cars and he's yeah. driving through the through the fucking You got to have a quarry. You got to have a quarry. <laughs> I mean, it makes sense to me. But I, this is in Paris. Oh, this must be the outside outside of Paris, <laughs> I guess. All right, so we come to my favorite part of the podcast. It's not really just something I've been doing lately. Whew. Hotel for Dogs is on this list, by the way, boys. Just get ready for that. Um, so this movie came out domestic, uh, domestic 2009, week five, January 30th to February 1st. Do you guys want to take a pick at where this movie landed in the top 10? On the box office. Mm. January, you said? Yeah. So it's one of... I don't know. Is uh, January a popular month? No. no. It's dump month. So it's one of three new movies this week 
that came out? Oh, man. I'm going to guess number one because, like I said, January is usually dump month. Yeah. Uh, and this uh, did turn into a big thing. So Dustin's usually pretty accurate, so I'm going to go with Dustin. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm going to start from number 10. I'm going to say number 10 was Inkheart. 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 Children's fantasy film. Inkheart. I don't Inkheart. Even... I have no idea. <clears throat> number uh, Number nine. Classic remake, My Bloody Valentine. Cla- well, the, the original is classic. Well, a classics remake. I'm sorry. I, I should have said I it that you. way. Uh, number eight was a new film called uh, New in Town. I don't know what that is. <laughs> number seven, down from number two is Underworld, Rise of the Lycan. Ooh. Is number that the s- third one? Uh, I think it's the second. There's like five of them. I think I saw that one. Number seven down. Oh, sorry. Number six down from number five. Slumdog. Sorry. I just want to go back for a second. New in town was with Renee Zellweger, Harry Connick Jr. And JK Simmons. Harry Connick Jr. Remember when he was a thing? <laughs> uh, then we got Slumdog Millionaire at number six. Nice. Grand Torino. Get off my lawn. <laughs> at number five. <laughs> Hotel for Dogs at number four. Number three was The Uninvited. I'm going to assume that's a horror movie. Well, down from number one, number two is a little film called Paul Blart Mall Cop. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Dustin, I'm pretty sure that was nice. near your top of 2009. And oh, yeah, at sure. number one, Taken. Taken. You've already been taken. Right. <laughs> Yeah, this is a, this movie was a fucking hit, man. People loved it. Yeah, it was a pretty big deal. Yeah, I, saw I think the, people still uh, think the of it fondly. The sequels, I don't know if you guys have saw the sequels, but I, yeah, no, I have. They are terrible. Yeah, I think the third one. He said he would only do the third one if nobody got taken. So, <laughs> I think his wife dies at the beginning. Lenore and Lenny, Fomka Jansen. Yeah, so his wife dies, the Dutch and then he's framed. Oh, for her murder. Yeah, see, I've saw I saw those movies and I don't even remember that. Oh man, <laughs> what if Saw yeah. and Taken crossed over? Ooh, there's also a Taken television series. What? Yeah, what? it's on like right now. Like I, I think it's maybe in its second or third season. Oh, color me surprised. Wow. Yeah. Hmm. Well, thank you guys so much for listening. Gotta, oh, wait, gotta we, give our ratings. We didn't do it. Okay, I'll back up. I forgot that we uh, took a pause. We we rate. We rate we rate things here, young man. We do stuff. So James, why don't you go first for your rating? Rate oh, this movie. All right, reaction seven overall six point four. Uh, I got a reaction seven overall six point eight. And I have a reaction of six and overall of five point eight. So that gives overall six point three. This is a clear and free. Oh yeah, nothing. In- Number. Not tied with anything? No. What's it going uh, ahead of? It's going to plant it squarely between uh, number 55, Watchmen, and number 56, Die Hard 4. Oh, yeah. So so better than Die Hard 4, not as good as Watchmen. According to you guys. That's about accurate, I'd say. Uh, no. No. <laughs> no? No. I mean, I didn't really like the Watchmen, so... But yeah, but you were wrong, remember? <laughs> Was I wrong? I don't remember. Jeez. <laughs> uh, I mean, Die Hard 2, way better film than Die Taken. Die Hard 4, James. It's 4. Yeah, Die yeah Hard no, 4. I know, but right behind Die Hard 4 is Die Hard 2. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, I think Die Hard 2 is way better. I think I think Dustin was a huge booster for Die Hard 4. I was. <laughs> right. <laughs> you idiot. All right, so next we're going to watch... Die Hard 5. <laughs> Die Hard 7. It's in my head. I'm going to exp- I'll explain it to you guys. I'm going to fucking draw it out as we watch storyboard. it. We'll storyboard yeah. it on the I'm going to storyboard right. it by uh, Dustin Hicks. <laughs> no, we're going to watch the little Vin Diesel film called Bloodshot that just came out not too long ago. Oh, okay. Really? Yeah. It's time we get that one on the books. I'm we glad some, I we saved need some it. More, we need some more Vin in our lives. Yeah, I'm glad I saved it and didn't pre-watch it. I have listened to the the director's commentary on it. <laughs> uh, no, I listened to the uh, yeah. This is Vin. 
Yeah, I wasn't officially the director, but like I basically <laughs> made this movie. <laughs> I listened to How Did This Get Made on Bloodshot. Oh yeah, right. So I'm very torn about watching it. Well, get ready to watch it. Nice. <laughs> Did you listen to the? Uh, no, I didn't want to listen to it till I watched the movie. So I'll listen to it after. All right. Well, thank you guys so much for listening. Please check us out on Facebook, on Instagram at uh, Action Action Podcast, and uh, our website is actionactionpodcast.com. And we'll see you guys next week on Letterboxd. Oh, and Letterboxd. Sorry. Bye.